Happy Spring Day, everybody! Yay! Yay. It's so amazing to be back around the table. And what better day to, to do it than on this amazing Thursday, the 1st of September 2022. And we decided that we're all going to squeeze around the table today. We've got all of the pets, <coughs> pets are present. We've got Dale coughing over his dab rig. Um, we have Blade and Frank the Tank and Mary Jane and Vincent Van Dog. Um, all here in their positions. Handsome mm -hmm. Harold the cat is somewhere around too. So with me around the table is my most, most precious team. Charles is going back to Cape Town this weekend. So we just yeah. extended his stay so that he could be here with the, with the show. Wearing his amazing Dang Pack uh, shirt because we love Dang Pack. They've been rescuing us quite a bit. And then Amy's here, uh, as always, and Dale is puffing on his dab there. Dan the man is re re rearing to go for spring. And my dearest Joe, I'd like to say thank you very much because she's been working for weeks uh, on the show that is super jam-packed, just like our table is super jam-packed. We've got beautiful jasmine flowers out, out the garden, just mm. outside the studio door here. We've got pizza, we've got sweeties. Everything that we need for this for this jam-packed show. So thank you very much if you're joining us. And I'd like to start by thanking those uh, people who support Fields of Green for All. Thank you to the members of the Green Network who came to our um, spring party last Saturday. It was uh, it was great fun. If you'd like to be invited to parties here at the Jazz Farm. Um, the home of the Hotbox Show and Fields of Green for All, then please join the Green Network. It's only 49 Rand a month. Support those who support Fields of Green for All, as always. And today, because we're not going to be too much worried about the time today, are we? No, we've got no new format today. Today we're catching up on three months' worth of news. Yeah. And, um, yeah, things so and stuff. I thought I would start by mentioning by name those people, those affiliate companies who have really, really helped us get through the first seven months of this year, eight months of this year. Um, there's been not a lot going on in the cannabis news, um, if you had to think of the first seven months of this year. But there has been a lot going on in the background. Mm. And now all of a sudden it all seems to have concertinaed into the, into the last few weeks. I think that uh, the cannabis world was starting to, to wake up and realize that we've got to plant that seed and we've got to keep going. So thank you very, very much to BioLeaf Technologies, Wes and Jared, um, Guy and Wade, uh, all the people in your amazing team. You really have been uh, rocks and pillars and foundations and everything for us um, and and included in that is of course is is dank pack thank you ash for all of your incredible gener generosity mm. and then i've been speaking to mike bovida he's in amsterdam of course but still running his south african operations from there <coughs> he's been incredibly generous with his donations um Cannabis Art sent us an amazing gift this week. Thank you guys and Freedom Farms for your long-term, amazingly dedicated, consistent support of the cause. Hemporium out there, we're going to speak about your multi-story hotel in Cape Town soon. They're always there in the background. Tony, always sending encouraging messages. Mm. Marijuana SA, thank you for the amazing interview. It's the first time in the last 12 years that people have asked me how I grow cannabis. And while I'm a bit spoiled because I'm, with, I'm surrounded by all of these experts, especially Rian, mm -hmm. our dear Boomslang, who I forgot to mention in the beginning, he's there in the background driving those screens, and so is Nick, who's always there to lend, to lend a hand. Thank you to hydroponic.co.za. You know, um, uh, Gareth and Megan have just become our first platinum they affiliates have. They and have. they have upped their donation from 9.95 a month to 2.995 a month yes. so thank you very much all affiliate memberships you can upgrade them if you'd like or maybe you'd like to come in at the platinum level because you really appreciate all the hard work that's going on mm. uh, indoor sun we really love you guys uh, miss you we only seem to see you at the expos the voodoo shop we shot an amazing session here in the show with the voodoo shop uh, during June and we're sorry that we can't feature that section but we're going to do it next week mm. yeah 
Very much so. It was an amazing, so amazing, it was an amazing, yeah. such yeah. fun. You had to just see the studio after the movie <laughs> You could hardly yeah. see through the studio. It was so yeah. smoky. Uh, Cure Labs, who are always there at all of the cups, making sure of our quality standards. The Green Affiliate is always sharing our stuff. Thank you so much for your... <laughs> the Heiko, the Woolies of Weed, uh, there in the background, uh, peddling the best bongs in the country. Mm. Crafty Bags, which we use every single day here mm -hmm. at the Jazz Farm. They certainly are an, an incre incredible source of support, the guys from Crafty Bags. The Cookie Man Bakery doing his thing and, and certainly active uh, in the social scene on the East Rand. Lee Folo, Cliff and the CTAA, thank you very much. They're all, also always there in the background. The Grow Bro, the Growers Emporium in PE, the Greenside, we love you, Myron, Stephen, Ryan, we're always hearing great stories from people who've been visiting your stores. They actually got me to eat a veggie burger and we know how I am about my No, vegetables. that needs a gold star. <laughs> gold star, that's two gold stars. <laughs> Druid's Garden, who are, in fact, the only licensed facility to support Fields of Green for All. Isn't that amazing? Mm. Druid's Garden, we love you. Uh, I Grow Hydro Pro, which is a bit like a sing-song name. <laughs> They're out in the Northern Cape in Kimberley. Thank you for sending the, the great photos of your whole team in our Fields of Green for All t-shirts. Yeah. That made our hearts very happy. Yeah, very, very happy. And we're sending you lots of love and thank you for flying the flag out there in Kimberley. Uh, Southern Herbal Seeds also just sent us a lovely pack of fresh seeds for spring and, um, and a great uh, gift box that they sent together with Mary Lou from Cannabis Art. And our newest affiliate is Dr. Carissa Saunderson, and she is a medical cannabis doctor, and we're really, really looking mm. forward to having her on the show. Definitely. I cannot wait. We can yeah. finally get to the bottom of these Section 21 licenses. That yeah. will not be tonight, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's something to look forward to. So that was quite a mouthful, but always please support those who support Fields of Green for All. Mm. It really, really is like... Now, we were going to have a poll tonight, but, we were th uh, but we're having a bit of a problem with the Facebook login. So... We thought that you could comment on your with your answer on the poll in the comment section on YouTube. Dan is monitoring it over there. Mm -hmm. So, what are our questions for the poll tonight, please, Joe? So, our question for the poll tonight is: Where do you get your weed? Do you a grow? Uh, oh, a I'm a member of a private dacher club. Uh, B I grow my own, or C I buy it on the unregulated market. There you go. Grow your own. Some people may be a combo. Please feel free. At least in the chat, mm. you can put a couple of options. Yeah. Like myself, we grow, but when I run out of my grow, because I don't know, there's more people in my house than than what they can grow. Then I then yeah. I, I go to a private. And plus, if you, if you if you don't grow too many different cultivars, you get sick of it. Mm. You know, Plus, it's been a really tough winter. So mm. if you didn't produce enough during that nice summer period we had last season. Then yeah. this this whole winter period you've been absolutely screwed. You yeah. had to spend all your money basically yeah, on your yeah. Exactly. So either try yeah. savourings or grow more next time. Yeah. So how's it to everybody on the chat? Hello, Joanne. Joanne Campbell's out there in a uh, hogsback. Where said the says the set looks fantastic. Um, oh wow, there's Robin Indigo Girl is on the feed and Shark and Marcel and oh hello Liz, Mama Sativa. Oh, we miss you. <laughs> we yeah. miss you. We miss you. I did see Marlene in there earlier, which was good. nice Isn't to see you again, okay. my love. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So uh, thank you for joining us there on the chat. If you haven't put a comment in yet, please put a comment so that we know that you're there. Yes. So now I think the THC levels are somewhat low in this particular business set. Dan, what's mm. happening? What do we got? The Dan Kim. So, mm. what have we got? Oh. oh, we got some of that. That okay. is Orange Push Pop grown by our incredible Knuckle Genetics. Mm. Orange yeah. Push Pop. Let's yeah. try and get that into focus. I broke focus. the bud just now, sorry. I'm checking my shirts. Okay, there we go. Oh, wow. delicious. Yeah. Wow. Well done yeah. on that focus yeah. there, Dan. Yeah, that's looking very nice. Dense as well. Thanks for cleaning your fingernails, you. Dan. <laughs> <laughs> it smells exactly yeah. like an orange icicle. It's mm. it, uh, icy pop, whatever people call them. And did you <laughs> did yeah. you roll some into this particular spliff? Mm, that's no, just... That. That's, oh. That was something else. We'll roll some of that now. Mm. Okay. What else works here? What's, this, what's inside here? Okay, okay. so that was a gift from... 
um, Raymond, anybody who's ever come to any of the jazz farm parties will know uh, Raymond and Z, and he brought, uh, dropped that off yesterday. Isn't it beautiful? Oh. <laughs> Put it in my face! Mm. Look at that. So now, maybe you can tell us in the comments, we've, we really would like to promote more dab culture in South Africa. So um, here's a little secret heads up. We are going to be holding the Amber Cup that we held in 2018 and 2019. We're going to hold it again at the beginning of October. Watch the space. Hopefully by next week we've got all the marketing and everything mm -hmm. sorted and we can tell you all about it. But what are your thoughts about how do we really promote dab culture? Because it really is a, an alternative, a somewhat healthy alternative. It's a great culture. There's amazing science and alchemy that goes behind it. So It's the best way to taste cannabis. Yeah. Yeah. All the flavor. Well, we I need agree. to go straight for the nerdy stoners, right? Mm -hmm. wow. Yeah. Look at that. looks so looks like nice. fudge. Wow. Sugary and yeah. yummy yeah. and... This is a uh, Meshub Crasher. Meshub Crasher. Okay, what a nice name. name. So, fire up your nails, light one up for Jules. If you're at home, reach for the Lank Dank and we'll get on with the show. Thank you very much. Yeah. Should we get into Fields of Green update and then have our very first Myrtle's rant? Oh, yes. There's a little rant coming up in a little bit. So, Fields of Green. Um, we've been planning and strategizing and um, I actually went down and spent uh, a, a whole day and a half with Paul Michael, um, who is of course the head of our legal team as always. And I think maybe the, the biggest news on the admin and background front is uh, sadly, but not forever, uh, we've withdrawn our mandate from Schindler's attorneys. We thank them from the bottom of our hearts for everything that they've done for us over the years. And we have moved our mandate over to Cullinan's attorneys. And you know, Cormac Cullinan uh, is South Africa's uh, foremost environmental attorney. And also on our legal team with Paul Michael is, of course, <coughs> our dear brother Green. Ricky Stone. So we, Joe uh, has some news out of the um, Cullinan's Ricky Stone camp. Yeah, we're yeah. going to talk about it a little bit later when we get into okay. local news. So we've basically broken up the show into a Fields of Green update, then we're going to catch up on the local news, then we're going to catch up on the international news, and uh, and then of course we're going to have Instagram. Joe, I just heard from Captain Stream that the YouTube poll is back. Yes. We're allowed to do a YouTube Anyone poll again. I YouTube just thought poll up now, so that's okay. Clearly, we've been good peoples. Yeah. <laughs> so did they banned us from the poll for a long time. <laughs> it was over well, a year. They took it away. Oh, not it, it's nothing personal against no, us. No, it was okay. A, they figured okay. it out. I think because people started uh, like gambling with it. Ah, I see, I see. So let's <laughs> remind you of the questions for the polar game. Uh, where do you get your weed? I'm a member of a Dhaka private club. I grow my own or I buy it on some other place in the unre unregulated market. Mm. If you'd like to comment on the YouTube comments, you can maybe say where you buy it. You, you go to the, the guy who sells it in a matchbox at the BP. Um, <coughs> you... you belong to a religious or cultural organization where you get it from your community members. So um, you don't just have to tick the one question, you can also add a little bit of content in there to your answer in the YouTube comments. Um, so this, it just in the last few days there's been lots going on and yesterday morning we um, watched on the big screen and it was incredibly um, entertaining and informative a webinar by um, uh, Chiba Cannabis Academy, and you can find it on Chiba Cannabis TV on YouTube, uh, a webinar involving Trenton Birch as the moderator, and then our very own Paul Michael Keichel, um, and uh, Mr. Garth, Garth Strachan, who we call Mr. Dacher, who is, of course, in charge of the Cannabis Project in the Office of the President, and then Mr. Ayanda Bum, who is also fast becoming um, uh, uh, a, f a firm favorite of us in the la lobbying and activist space. Mm. Now, I can say that Charles and Amy and I watched this yesterday and we were so heartened, but by the, by the end of it, we thought there is some hope. 
Mm, you know, um, uh, it was the meeting of four minds mm. that really, really make sense. And I don't want to say everything that, that, they, that they said, but I really encourage you to go and watch it because it is the most sense that we have heard in a long time yeah. about the way forward in cannabis. So we really encourage that video to get as many views as possible. And, um, and it's also a fascinating uh, unpacking of all of the possibilities without overselling it and with um, actually in that one hour they brought up all the rel relevant Issues, so please go and watch that. Yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. Yeah, yeah. Look, that Mr. Dacher, he gives me warm yeah. vibes, yeah. A good and he's human from being. The source. You know, if you go and watch, you'll understand mm. a little bit more of where he comes from and mm. his background yeah. and his childhood. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah, he yeah. seems sensible. Yeah. Sensible, down yeah. to earth, and, and negotiable. Yeah. Mm. yeah, we love him. We, yeah. I, we love him. <laughs> <laughs> And then you might remember that on the 2nd of June we had a little bit of a, um, a disappointment where uh, our dear Bernadette Enova, Bernie to us, um, lost her case against Barlow World. Uh, you know, I'm sure that you read about that on social media or in the mainstream media. Now, Charles, you've been, you've been chatting to, Barney and she, uh, to Bernie and she has um, uh, <coughs> some plans, doesn't she? Yeah, we want to do a, uh, uh, we're going to do a raffle, I think. Uh, we're yes. collecting donations at the moment for this raffle. And then we're going to have uh, some kind of competition, you know, that the yes. people can win this, uh, these prizes. And I can tell you that I've seen some of the things that are going in there, and it's really exciting. Mm. The tickets will be, I think, about 150 Rand. We're not quite sure yet. Yes. But uh, we'll see where it goes, but there's going to be a, like a really big prize. But you know, um, we learned this when we had our California Dreaming competition, um, <clears throat> is that there's, there's some technicalities when it comes to a raffle and actually selling the tickets um, that, that has to do with contravening the Gambling Act. So unfortunately, the tickets for this raffle will not uh, be online in any form, but very fortunately, they we are getting the ticket books for the raffle into every single cannabis culture event that we that we possibly can, because by uh, the end of November we need to raise forty thousand rand for Bernie's labour court. Yeah, appeal. we've got three months to raise yeah. forty grand. Yeah. So, uh, in the greater scheme of things, that's really not, that's 40 people giving a thousand rand, or eighty people giving five hundred rand. So, if you uh, do come across, there's going to be outlets all over the mm. place. If you do come across one of those um, raffle ticket books, uh, please be generous. We really do need to um, As a to country, pay. we need this because we need to set the precedent. Mm. No, this the is correct everybody. precedent. Every single person. This will help you in the long run if yeah. you yeah. are if you work in for the, the man. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if people, is it possible if people want to make donations and they're not able to get a raffle, could they get hold of us? Yes. Yeah, so people would like to donate directly to Fields of Green for All. You can just yeah. click on the donate button on our on our website, and all of our details are there. Mm. You can always use your reference as <coughs> Bernie. Bernie. Yeah, this is good weed. I'm still it's very good <laughs> <laughs> And then. Also in the news, um, uh, about uh, 10 days ago, we were really, really uh, sad to hear of the death of one of the OG activists here in South Africa, uh, Tommy LaRue. Now, if you've been on Facebook all the years that we've been on Facebook as the Dacha couple, uh, you'll know Tommy LaRue, very outspoken, and he passed away suddenly of a heart attack. And uh, we were all really sa sad, and uh, we send here from the Hotbox show, we really do send love to his family, to his wife, Ronelle, and to all of his um, dozens of little Pomeranian dogs. Because oh, <laughs> if yeah. you knew Tommy, uh, the first time that we met him, he came up um, from Cape Town, and he was actually in a clinic at the time, uh, because uh, he, he wasn't well. and. Jeremy and one other guy went and he was the only guy with a car who could get up to here for D-Day. So Jeremy went and hijacked him out of the clinic, got into his BMW and drove through the night from Cape Town and landed up here on our doorstep. And they were caring and everything and we were all busy getting ready for D-Day. And then about a day and a half later, suddenly he pulls this thing out of his jacket and it's a dog. 
He's had this dog in his jacket since yesterday morning when they arrived. <laughs> this little Pomeranian dog, a tiny little puppy, just a ball of fluff like this. So that will always be my enduring memory of, of Tommy. He really was. He went through the mill with arrests. Um, a lot of, of people uh, in the Stellenbosch area where, where he lived, Somerset West, that area, would have smoked some of the Lancaster dank. That, that they got through Tommy. And, um, yeah, he really was a special person. He was such person. a gentleman. I remember yeah. I went and fetched them from the airport, uh, uh, Tommy and Jeremy, the one time they came up. <clears throat> and I was raised, you know, my mom was very strict about you respect your elders and da 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 so old-fashioned. So I leap out the car when we get to the farm and I run to the back to open the boot for them because you respect your elders. Mm. Not saying that you guys are old, but... Um, <laughs> A little bit older than me, so I respect my elders. And Tommy got there just before me, like a millisecond before me, and opened the door into my thumb and sprained my thumb. But you know, it was just, it wasn't even an ugly thing. It was like he, we were trying to out like old fashioned design each other or something. Polite each other. <laughs> he was such a gentleman. Uh, he's uh, yeah, already been so. Tommy was a true activist because he was always at all the Dacha marches in Cape Town. He never missed one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was, uh, he firmly supported Jeremy all the way. Yes. And he was always at all the cannabis events. I've never not seen him anywhere I go when there's something cannabis he, happening. He put his money and his energy where, yeah. where his yeah. mouth was. Well, I think he, I know that he came to every single of those first seventy days, wow. for sure. Wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Always made a, a plan somehow to get the money and the transport mm. and everything to get up. So, uh, he will be so, uh, sorely missed, but certainly never forgot, forgotten. Tommy will certainly be in the movie one day with these little fluffy dogs. <laughs> and then, well, what do we say about the Hayes Club? Dale, what do we say about the Hayes Club? You're quiet, bro. Yeah, it is quite a pity because we've supported these guys for a long time. And, I mean, now is more of a time than ever to remind people that good people disobey bad laws. Mm. Because, like their family will tell you, those are good people, you know? Mm. They, they're honest and they were just trying to make a life out of something they love, like we all try to do, you yeah, know, at the end yeah. of the day. Yeah, yeah. And the judgment was a slap in the face of the cannabis community, if you ask me. Truly. I find yeah. it insulting. It really yeah. is. The thing that, that really got to me, because I sat in the courtroom, we were very blessed that um, uh, some, some people got together and paid for me to fly down to Cape Town to record it. Not the best audio. I did what I could with, with what, what I had. And the terrible, um, we were supposed to live stream it, but <clears> then, <throat> it's like Mordor in there. There's no data, sig no signal. Mm. Um... Fuck, I'm stoned. I can't remember what I was saying. <laughs> oh, the thing that got to me is that the the um, the lawyer from the state's attorney guy, don't ask me about names, he was going on about how we must, people must just grow in their lounges. They must just grow on their windowsills. But also, in the same breath, it mustn't be around children. So I wanted to say, well, dear sir, what we, should we do? Do you recommend we kick the children out? in winter and they go and sleep in the garden well, so that the duck of plant can grow in the lounge. Not just that, there's so many more issues yeah. like now somebody can't look after your plant for you. Somebody can't water your plant for you otherwise yeah. they'll be arrested. You know? yeah. Exactly. That's the concept no, this they're is just running It's getting silly they must just... I don't, think, I don't think it's got anything to do with um, any sort of prejudice on the part of the judge. Uh, I think that it had to do with that particular Grow Club model, okay? Uh, but most of all, and Gareth Prince made this point, um, I think it was on, on one of the EWN or, or one of them, he said that the, the court is very, very sensitive about the separation of the court and the state. Mm. Now, when it comes to things like grow club models or private club models or any of those things, dispensaries or um, anything like that, that is not the court's business. Yep. And so Simple. the bigger picture is if the evidence had been heard, in the trial of the plant, and these people had some sort of judgment to go by. That privacy judgment was just, in this context, yeah. what? Yeah. Privacy. It's such an abstract concept, don't you think? It's entangled. Yeah. So that judge, I can imagine them sitting there thinking, they can't go and say, oh no, your grow club model is okay. This judge they literally can't, pleaded because the that's fifth. a regulation, it's not a law. No. There will never be written in the, in the law, all South Africans are allowed to have a grow club. 
Mm. No, that's a regulation. So I think that's what people are not understanding. And then they're also blaming the judge. They're blaming, I am too, completely guilty. They're blaming that portfolio committee in Parliament. Mm. Okay. Yes, it is their fault for not being up to speed. But the reason why that bill is such a mess and things like this judgment are a mess and the Labour Court thing we lost, is because the evidence has never been heard. They've got nothing to put their teeth into to say, okay, this law says this, so this is whatever. It's not necessarily the court's fault or the parliament's fault or anything. There's no foundation. There's no foundation to build a cannabis industry in South Africa. The only foundation is money, and that is not fair. Time to put the evidence on the table. Yeah, indeed. These are also the unfortunate things that we need to progress and to build on, like you say, you know, because yeah. people had this idea that cannabis clubs were somewhat legal, but they've never been legal. They've it's never always been gray been area. It's because there's so, so many people lying and saying, oh, we're going to get you compliant and this yeah. and that and this and that. Yeah. We're doing it in the most a just uncriminal way, yes. Yeah. You know, mm. paying taxes for Making it. Making fun of the law. Yeah. But it'll always be a grey thing, but I mean, the idea of a club is to just be as mm. close to the law as possible, to and try and yeah. do things well. Yeah. As no, private as possible. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And now everybody is, is yep, suitably mm. nervous. I mean, we heard that the, the Canna Club in Plett has closed their doors until further notice. There's... Um, place just down the road here. Oh, no, 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 they're going to retreat to a really secure mm. website. Yeah, I've had phone calls and texts all day from people asking yeah. me what, what's going to happen I think now. that the club thing, as we've always said, keep it private, keep it private, keep it private. Because keep it quiet. You, there's, it's not time. You've got to be patient. Yeah, patience really is key here. You can't be private and open to the public. It's not a business. Just remember, none of this has happened overnight. We've been working on this for 10 years just to get to this point. Yeah. And I know it, it only seems like, or maybe like three or four years because 2018 and maybe like 2017. And, but you don't know how many years of actual research yeah. and, and hard legwork goes into putting all that information together in yeah, such a way that you can change the whole law. Yeah. If you want a business that is like the club model, mm. you know, just completely take away the marketing aspect of your business. Mm. Yeah. Forget about marketing. Don't be on social media. Yeah. Don't put yourself on the radio. It's the thing you've always Don't said. How many friends can you count on your hand that you trust? It's yeah. because yeah. they're, not, they're not driven by um, trying to help the community and make this available no. spaces. They're driven by money. Oh, please yeah. repeat that. <laughs> please repeat that for the yeah. rewind me. <laughs> <laughs> That's, 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 the only, that's the only thing. That's it. It's mm. the only thing. Regardless, it, it's, it's yeah. regardless. I, do, I do think the positive that's come out of it is that it's kind of shaken everyone up again and we're all hopefully going to be banding together and actually instead yeah. of having yeah. this segregate or this like shattered kind of thing, we all need to mm. pull together. We've done it before and right now is the time to do it. We're four, we're almost on four year, the fourth four year anniversary. Exactly. We should be yeah. collaborating, exactly. not competing with each other. Yeah. We're a community. reconsider your club's intent. Is it there to be, to make a profit or to serve the community? Because mm. if it's to make a profit, you're not going to do well. That's well, what's everybody, everybody is entitled to yeah. a really nice salary, but remember that a, a club is a business with integrity before you bring the weed in. Mm. There we go. It's a community business with community. integrity. Exactly. It's about bringing people to a place where we yeah. allow to fell. sit and enjoy our space in a private space, but exactly. privately. Not yeah. publicly where exactly. every Tom, Dick and Harry walks in. And then yeah. when that happens, that's only for money. That, the only that's reason it. why it's a, 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 a walk-in place is for money. Yeah. Monetary value. Every time. Every and time. I mean, there's there's nothing wrong with money, but it's all a balance. Yeah. You know, it really is. It's all a balance. Money, yeah, well, I mean, the money that yeah. you make in, in the, the club, it should go towards paying the people who are running the club. And they should always Decently. be... An amount set aside or a portion or whatever the decision is, it goes to doing community community work. Corporate, public, social responsibility or whatever it's called. Yeah, whatever it's called. But do something to improve your community. 
and I think that 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 there are a lot of cannabis businesses that are, are doing that, and we really salute yes, you. You know you. who you are. Um, but that was quite a nice, nice little rant around the table <laughs> as a little as a little precursor. Mm, um, a real rant. This is something that I've had in my mind for a long time, so I'm not going to say anything more. Um, and here's a little something we, Joe uh, <coughs> and I, recorded for you earlier, and then we can have a little bit of a break. Happy watching. <laughs> Welcome to rant. You know, as I sit around in our alchemy studio, which is our office here at the Jazz Farm, and I listen to the Fields of Green for All team speaking to each other, and then somebody blurts out if there's some news, or have you seen this, or, and, and I listen to these conversations going backwards and forwards, and I often think afterwards, oh, I wish I'd have caught that on, on film, you know? Or if I uh, am in an interview and I tend to go off about things that I am passionate about and then the interviewer cuts me short and puts me in another direction, then I often think that there's so much more that I could have said because this cannabis world of ours is so incredibly dense and there are so many nuances, particularly now as today, spring day 2022, happy spring everybody, I thought that I would do the first edition of Myrtle's Rant. Now, it's been going around in my head for a little while, and I've been thinking how to approach it. Now, being a bit of a list maker myself, and I like to have everything quite organized, I could have started writing a script. But I know from the day that Jules and I used to do just dozens and dozens and dozens of presentations every year, we had to script those presentations because there was two of us on the stage and uh, we had to know what the other one was saying so that we could pick it up and it was a bit like a dance so we were locked into that whole thing of having a script so I decided consciously all day today when I thought of something that I needed to say um, I especially didn't write it down because I really want Myrtle's rant to be coming from the heart and uh, just things that that come up in my mind because this cannabis plant of ours, this amazing, amazing plant, which is my, my first favorite plant, my second favorite plant is the coffee plant. Um, it really does pull us in all sorts of, all sorts of directions. So uh, that is essentially uh, the background to, to Myrtle's Rat. <laughs> now today being the 1st of September, 2022, um, we just got the news in yesterday that the Hayes Club case was dismissed. And uh, thankfully, there's been a lot of media attention. There's been a lot of public opinion. Everybody from the Daily Maverick to the Citizen to IOL uh, to various blogs, social media is alive with it. Uh, everybody is commenting. And for this, we are incredibly grateful because the slow pace of cannabis law reform in South Africa is something that has been incredibly frustrating for everybody. And here at Fields of Green for All, uh, we've been sort of plotting and planning now over winter. We, uh, of course, if you're watching this on the Hotbox show, this is the first show of, um, of our new season. And if you're not watching it on the Hotbox show, uh, you can join us uh, live and unpredictable every Thursday night at 7 o'clock on YouTube and our other social media channels. So that's the end of that little punt. <laughs> um, so... We obviously uh, were, were quite taken aback by the judgment because we knew that it would come in in August. We weren't absolutely certain, but that's uh, our experience of this. It came in on the 31st of August, and I particularly didn't call Neil yesterday. I thought, let's, um, let's give him a bit of a breather. And for those of you who don't know, uh, Neil Liddell is the um, uh, first plaintiff in the Hayes Club case, and this has been, uh, in his mind, dragging on since since 2020. And we had a little chat this morning, Neil and myself, and um, he really is a very, very brave young man, and he has really given everything. I know that his family have also made great sacrifices, and he believed right from the beginning. 
and it's not over. And as I explained to him, the case may have been dismissed, but you didn't lose. But all you've lost is time. And he certainly has lost some money, you know, uh, which he will most probably never recoup or only recoup in many years to come. But all is not lost, for sure, because there's a bigger picture here. There's a bigger picture. That is what is so difficult for us here at Fields of Green for All to get across to everybody. Because it seems like there's this little piecemeal pieces of legislative change may be happening and the bill in Parliament, excuse me while I spit three times when I say that, because, you know, I'll get to that a bit later about the bill in Parliament, but we have the very, very brave Bernadette Enova in the Labour Court. Um, there's also another Labour Court issue that is going on in the Western Cape that I know I know Russ, our elder Gareth Prince, is helping the plaintiffs with there. And piecemeal, piecemeal. And at the same time, there's all these clubs bursting all over the place, even established cannabis clubs that have maybe been around for a year or two, which is a long time in this industry, are now starting to open up second branch and third branch. And we sit here in Fields of Green's office and we think, damn, you know, it's very good. We like to see this entrepreneurial spirit and we like to see uh, people giving a bit of the middle finger to the law, you know, that's also civil disobedience, that type of thing. Um, but there is very, very little awareness of this bigger picture. And I think that people need to sit up and pay attention. And that's why I want to thank Neil for, for what he's done, dismissal or no dismissal, because maybe now people will sit up and start paying, start paying attention to what the bigger issues are. And also, we must remember that it's five years since Jules and I were in the Pretoria High Court. And a lot can happen in five years. A whole new generation of people have turned 18. Uh, we always uh, laugh and joke amongst it that I'm a baby boomer, but then there's the Generation Zs and there's the Millennials and there's a, all of these uh, new generations coming up um, that we need to actually have a serious recap of where this all started. We could go back 700 years. We could go back 70 years to the 1961 convention. We could go back seven years but i think that one needs to go back 12 years because i've been out in bail for 12 years and it took us from 2010 august the 5th when we were arrested until uh, the 31st of july 2017 to land up in in the pretoria high court uh that was july that march we'd already got the davis judgment which was in the western cape and that was Jeremy Acton and Russ Gareth Prince. Um, and they were obviously going to appeal and were on their way to the Constitutional Court. Their case overtook us by a fate of time and delays and the fact that the first time um, there weren't enough court days set down because they weren't really paying attention. So we had to reschedule that and that caused an 18-month delay. And during that 18-month delay, the Western Cape High Court were, uh, uh, went ahead of us. So we get to the Pretoria High Court and that is what we call the trial of the plant. Now every single day and every single minute of the footage um, for the trial of the plant is on our YouTube channel. But that trial has was rendered part heard because we sat there in the Pretoria High Court with our Dacha cushions because those benches are super hard. Um, we endured psychological warfare with the other side. Not so much a state, but Doctors for Life. Who are Doctors for Life? Doctors for Life joined the state as, as co-defendants. Because remember, we weren't defending ourselves. The state were defending us themselves in the Pretoria High Court. Very important. Because in the beginning when we were arrested, we turned everything around and we said, no, 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 you put our case on hold, and then we are going to sue the state. So we are what is called the plaintiffs, and they were the defendants. So it was eight government departments. Uh, the Department of Trade and Industry decided right in the beginning in 2011 that they were going to abide by the decision of the court. So they weren't entering into the whole fight, as it were. 
and um, and then so that left seven government departments, and then Doctors for Life came in. Doctors for Life are a um, organization who who uh, run kind of mission stations all around Africa and provide um, a medical service in rural areas. You can look them up, but you probably won't find them because they owe us a whole lot of money because between them and the state, they wasted nearly four days of our time with the trial. And when we only had 14 days, that cut the whole thing short. And what were we fighting about, ladies and gentlemen? The right to live stream the trial for all of South Africa and the world to see. It was so excruciating. The judge granted us the right, and then they appealed. And then the judge granted us the right again, and then they appealed. Then they went to the Supreme Court of Appeal. Then we had to take the whole live feed away from our website, and we gave it to the SABC. But that live stream cost us you know, a couple of hundred thousand rand to put on. You know, we had special cameras, we had operators, we had all the tech equipment there in, in the court. And um, eventually, both the government and Doctors for Life lost at the Supreme Court of Appeal and uh, with costs. But unfortunately, um, it doesn't seem like the sheriff can find Doctors for Life. So if you know where they are, or maybe you know their advocate, uh, Advocate Reg Willis, uh, maybe we can find out where they are because they're around somewhere. They're for sure. They've still got a website. Go and look at their website and see how much they hate cannabis. It's quite a laugh that they can be so ignorant in 2022. So the trial of the plant then lasted was 13 days, and we'll get through in my further rants, we'll, we'll go through various elements of our evidence that were heard. Um, and then we got to day 13, and it was halfway through Professor David Nutt's uh, testimony and cross-examination that, that the judge actually decided to, to just stop. So we had 13 days in court in all, 14 were set down, but that was a good time for it to stop. So it's been part heard since um, mid-August um, 2017, the trial of the plant. And that's just a bit of, of background. Um, why am I going into this whole thing about the trial of the plant? Well, you need to know about it if you're in any way uh, connected to the cannabis plant, particularly in South Africa. And the whole purpose of having this large umbrella campaign, which goes across all four platforms, and you can read about this in our blog and our website and social media posts, four platforms, in a nutshell, adult use, responsible adult use, if you want to call it, umbrella platform, okay? This is very simple. Underneath that, cannabis for health, not medicine, uh -uh, that's only a little bit of people. Okay, cannabis for health and well-being and everything that goes under that. Cannabis for industrial purposes. Hemp, if you want to call it that. We prefer not to. Cannabis for traditional, cultural, and religious use. Very simple to remember. What do people use cannabis for? There's four major platforms. We're going to be rolling out the campaign. Last Friday, we posted all about adult use, the umbrella of the campaign. And you'll be, you'll be able to see our opinions and all of our... Um, documents and comments over the years on each of the four platforms as we roll it up going to the anniversary of the Constitutional Court judgment on, on September 2018. It will be four years, ladies and gentlemen. Four years, ladies and gentlemen. And here's my dog. Her name's Mary Dane. And she's very, very sweet. She's very, very sweet. And she's interrupted my, my rant. And I hope she's not going to knock the camera over. I've seen these people on YouTube that have their dogs coming in. <laughs> and her name is Mary Jane. Um, and she's my special needs child because she's deaf. But she has lots of other senses that make up for it. <laughs> right, back on track with the rant. I think that this thing of the evidence being heard, the trial of the plant being part heard, is one of the reasons why we're in the gray area. And as I started out with this rant, and we have all of these little piecemeal um, pieces of legislation and attempts at changing things and um, nothing concrete actually happening and nobody knowing what really, really what's going on. Well, when next time somebody says to you, oh, but isn't cannabis legal? You say to them, no, it isn't. Because the 1992 Drugs and Drug Trafficking Act is still firmly in place. 
That law has not changed. And what has also not changed is the fact that the cops, those ones that I rant about all the time, have not stopped arresting people. And we have 130 cases in the queue behind me in the Pretoria High Court. Because since 2013 and the establishment of Fields of Green for All, we've been fighting and fighting for the rights of the victims of the, of the South African Police Service. Uh, this is also a rant for another time. I can rant about the police between now and next year. But just as an introduction to Myrtle's rant, I thank you so much for watching. And I'll be firing up and storing up in my grey matter because, you know, cannabis makes you creative. And people say it makes you forget, but no, it actually makes you remember the really, really important things. I didn't remember to put my phone on silent. So you've heard it going beep, beep during, during the rant. But I, I do remember what are the very, very important things to get across, particularly for those people who are new to the cannabis scene. So that actually is the end of my rant. And there might be a whole lot of things that we're really unhappy about. But one thing that we are really, really happy about is the support of our affiliates and our Green Network members at Fields of Green for All. It's been an incredibly difficult two years, and now we seem to be coming out um, of our shell, getting our mojo back. And what made us particularly, particularly happy this week was to receive one of numerous over the years beautiful boxes from the Garden Route. Yeah, so it's a beautiful box. So uh, this is from Mary Lou, Bruce and Josh. And they are from Cannabis Art and Southern Herbal Seeds. And they reside in Neisner on our amazing garden route. And from time to time, they send us these little gifts. And I'd like to open it and show you what they've sent us. And while I'm busy opening it, I uh, want to remind you, that we really do rely on people like Southern Herbal Seeds and Cannabis Art to support us as affiliate companies. I'm sure that you would love to become part of our Fields of Green for All family because basically what it means to be a Green Network member at 49 Rand a month or an affiliate company, what that means is that you're being part of history. You're going to be written into the story. We're all making the movie and... Now we are really getting into the last, the last straight of this movie. We are going into the last stages of the shoot. And one day we're going to be able to say it's a wrap. And we will be able to distribute this movie uh, in all of its amazing parts all the way across the world. And this is a metaphorical movie because one day we're going to look back and we're going to say, wow, South Africa did show the way. Because we don't really think that anybody else has really got it right around the world. So let's have a quick look at what is in this beautiful box. So this is, I think, some seeds. So we'll save it for, for, for when we do a seed special and we'll look at the various cultivars. But this one's from Myrtle from Garden Root Genetics. Another one from Garden Root Genetics. And this one's for Robin. <laughs> Robin, our website developer, who really does, is ultimately who sets up the mechanics of being able to present to you all the evidence, all the information, so there's no excuse not to be up to date. And this one's for the hot box show. So here's some nice seeds, which we'll save for later. We'll also have some, oh, look, a beautiful little ceramic morning bowl, you know, those old, that old-fashioned way of using the scissors to grind up your weed, or you can use this little pen holder. Isn't that beautiful? Cannabis art. And here is some veggie seeds, because we have our permaculture food garden here at the Jazz Farm, because um, we always try to be uh, really healthy. I mean, I know I drink too much coffee and I smoke too much cigarettes, but we can try and counteract it by eating our greens. <laughs> too lovely. And then here is a little ceramic tile, and it's a clock, and it's always 420. <laughs> So I don't know if you can see that, but uh, if you've ever visited us here at the Jazz Farm, you know that we love, love, love our mosaic. Because to remind you again, cannabis makes you creative. And these dear friends of ours from the Garden Route are certainly very, very creative. 
We also have some stickers, cannabis art, come and visit so that you can come and get yours. We love stickers. There's also uh, some other uh, Southern Hemisphere seed stickers. And then here's a special little thing that's all wrapped up. And then Mary Lou did say to me in a WhatsApp message, she said that she sent some fossilized dabs. So look at this. It's a beautiful agate pendant. And it does look like fossilized dabs. <laughs> and that is wrapped up in a lovely drawing from Mary Lou and her granddaughter. So that's the good news to end the rant. Watch this space for the next edition of Myrtle's Rant. Or maybe it will be Joe's rant, or Charles' rant, or Amy's rant, or Robin's rant. Or maybe it's your rant. If you'd like to know our opinion on something, you can put your, your comments uh, below on our YouTube channel, and we'll certainly get back to you. Anything bothering you, questions, be sure to uh, consult our FAQ on our website. Thanks for listening. And we're back. Well, I think that you've heard quite enough from me. Joe, what's in That was amazing. It was funny. It was good. It was a good introduction yeah. to Myrtle's Rants. It was great to get mm. like a proper solid backstory to yeah, I learned a lot. And and it was from the heart. Exactly. We're so lucky that we have full access to you to be able to get these bits of information and stories yeah. and histories and backgrounds yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Um, but talking about histories and backgrounds, we are going to very quickly catch up on the last three months worth of local and international news. So we're just going to grab a headline quickly and then do a quick discussion and then move on to the next headline, right? Let's go. Yeah. First, first <clears throat> thing we want to catch up on is that there's a community garden in Kauteng that is growing bigger and better veggies thanks to Dacha-powered soil. So the backstory, guys, is there's a company called Medcan. They got their cultivation license from Sapper in 2020. And they, uh, in 2021, got the um, UK, <clears throat> what's it, European Medicine Agency's GMP certificate so that they can export. Yes. And they use, uh, what's it called? Cocoa. Cocoa. So basically they're giving their cocoa to community, a community garden in the area. So mm -hmm. with the whole GMP thing, you can't reuse cocoa, it has to be discarded. So mm -hmm. instead of throwing it into the dustbin or throwing it into the landfill... They're giving it to guys to put into gardens and make oh, wow. vegetable gardens and reuse it so they can grow vegetables and okay. fruit. And so why do they mix the cocoa with the, the soil? And with use the it soil. As it is, but just immense soil beds. They can use it as it is. But yeah, it just will oh. make... A, what it's going to do is it's going to create a lot of volume. So people that oh, have like I barren see. beds that doesn't they have... Can, they, they can just mix this into the ground and mix it with it and at least we'll start making more. Yeah. Oh, I see. And does that cocoa ever break down in the soil? Yeah. Of it does, it does. I suppose, it's eventually. It will eventually, yeah. but it's got a very light nutrient content to it still, okay. left over from all yes. the feeds. And does it, it hold yes. moisture? Yes, kind of. Sort of, yeah. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, it, will, it, will, it will assist with soil yeah. that is sandy, let's say. Okay. It will assist yeah. that, yeah. So okay. it's like a green thing. Yeah. So that's great yeah. job. Yeah. Well, well done to that. Uh, Shameless shout-outs. I, I, White Love, we put together there. I believe this was it the CEO. I, I love the name. His name is Mr. Zolman. Yes. Did I pronounce it is right? That the one? Zolman. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, White Glove. Oh, and affiliate of Fields of Green. Let's keep it all in the family. Yeah. So, next. Next. We are also pretty privileged in South Africa to have a world's first. Another first. Oh, this is really cool. This, this is a really cool one. A real first. A real first. It's the world's tallest hemp pr product building. Okay. So, That's it. 84 Harrington Street in Cape Town. It was a building that was being. That, okay, let me read from you. Okay. 84 Harrington Street is the world's tallest building being constructed using hempcrete blocks and hemp building materials. Uh, with a partnership between Cape Town based companies Hemporium and Afri Hemp. Afri Matt Hemp. Okay, Hemporium affiliates of Fields of Green. Yeah. And a local source has explained that apparently the hemp used for the building is local. Grown yeah. local. Yeah. That a would little be birdie really told us. Local. You know, I yeah. think that we are missing Tony. And I think we haven't seen Tony for a yeah. long time. And maybe maybe we should zoom him into the show um, to explain. Because... Uh, uh, a lot of people have said, oh, but it's all Chinese hemp, so why, well, oh, you know, no, it's not yeah. sustainable. So we don't know for sure, but we'll find out for you. 
and yeah. it gets everybody talking about what else we can do with uh, the, yeah. the hempcrete, you know? Maybe we start building the RDP houses that they've yeah. promised everyone. That's what I should have done. Well, that's for a, example. And whether this is locally sourced or whether this lot has had to be imported and is Chinese yeah. hemp, either way, it's a beautiful real-time, real-world project for sure. that can show the government exactly what we can do mm. and how progressive South Africa can be. We could be the leaders on the forefront of yeah. this industrial cheap housing, hemp. not hotels. Yeah. <laughs> not for hotels or green. I mean, obviously, it's great that it's in Cape Town showpiece. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a world example. Example. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. Look at it. This is wow. Look at this amazing buildings in Cape Town. Look, mm. look fantastic. Every every investor will be like, holy moly, we can do something great with this. And then yes. hopefully that will then stem to smaller projects and RDP, which yeah. we would all Big. prefer to be yeah. yeah. I mean, you could call it sort of greenwashing on the one side, but I think it's a great promotion for for the, for our favorite plant on the other That's side. It. So That's it. it's. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it has to be sustainable in terms of heating and energy and all of that because if they're building all of those walls with hemp, that mm. is, it keeps it warm in winter and cool in mm. summer. That's and it lasts longer and it gets harder. Less, and, less and electricity and used and, you know, all yeah. of that. That's awesome. Oh. And then next? Cool. Yeah. Clinical next. trials have been announced by Labat. Okay. The Biodata Research Project is to test whether cannabis can replace opioids in the management of chronic pain the firm said in a statement on Tuesday, 21st of June, that a subsidiary, Labat Africa, is the brainchild of Dr. Shiksha. And um, Dr. Shiksha, if you don't know, is a cannabis clinician. Dr. Keller, yeah. Okay, well, I, um, uh, the jury's out in that one. Yeah, the jury's yeah. certainly out in that one for me. Because having spoken to Dr. Donald Abrams, at length, we visited him in San Francisco in 2019, and he, of course, was also out here for the trial of the plant. Uh, cannabo uh, cannabinoid receptors and opioid receptors, um, it's a very complicated system, and they very often work against each other, like the one will dull the other one. So I'm not so sure that this is not a pump and dump. And I'll just say it straight. But what's interesting about the headline, actually, is that first cannabis clinical trial starts. It's South but Africa's first. We've heard of so many people with R&D licenses, so we, yeah. wh why wasn't there any of that it's involved in research and Maybe they're using something else. Mm. I, um, I don't know, the jury's out. Tell us in the comments yeah. what you think, mm. but I'd yeah. rather move on to next question. Next. 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 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just leave that one there. No. Um, remains of cannabis farmers executed during apartheid to be repatriated. So this is actually, I don't think as many people know about this as they should. Mm. But um, essentially in February 1956 in the foothills of the Drakensberg near Bergville, a group of Zulu uh, Dacher farmers took severe umbrage when the South African police attempted a raid on their crop. It was after uh, all not only a traditional indulgence but their livelihood. So essentially, yeah, the police raided these crops and yeah. long story kind of short. Yeah, well, really what hard. happened was that they raided them and so there was a, there was a scuffle and um, one, one policeman was killed. Yeah. So they like then called farmers. in... Five farmers. Yeah. yeah. And? Five, five farmers, farmers died. Was and at that yes, time, and five yeah. farmers yeah. died. But mm. the main thing was it's one policeman who was in nine, the early 1970s <laughs> was a, a most probably white. Um, so they called in um, uh, reinforcements from Pretoria and they rounded up all the young men that they could find in the village and they put them on the train and they sent them to Pretoria and they executed them two weeks later. 22 young men. 22 young men. So now That's their home, their, their, their remains are for going for growing Dacha. Yeah. 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 This is like the Marikana of Dacha for yeah. South Africa. And, yeah. and this year the remains were moved. They were removed, but they I think it's also important. They started the exhumation process in July. Yeah, yeah, in July. But it's important to say they only surrendered when they started threatening the children. Yeah. Oh, That's it. Yeah. Wow. But something like oh. this is very important in African culture, to, to bury yeah. their remains very respectfully. Mm. You know? Oftentimes they, mm. they, they reveal their, their mm. buried after many years and rebury them again. Mm. You know, it happens yeah. a lot in African yeah. culture. Yeah. I think it's, 
it's really important for us to remember this history. It's um, uh, Jules and I went to, also in 2019. Um, it was a crazy time. It was actually sandwiched between Canatech and the Expo in Santon. We went down to Bergville just for the day to speak to the Bergville Ukachlamba Municipality Farmers Organization. And when we got there, there was 200 people in wow. this. It was amazing. And um, we said, you know, who who here knows about the Bergville 22? And everybody just put their hands up, you know. Um, it was, you could feel it palpable. That was, those were those, these people's descendants. So um, it, I think it really was a, a reality check and, a, and very heartening mm. to see that the remains are being repatriated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they were so. acknowledged. That's exactly. Yeah. Next. Yeah, next. Next news. <laughs> South Africa's Soweto holds first cannabis festival. Uh, uh, firstly, High Times published this, which yeah. I think is amazing because yeah, yeah, it's yeah, such a big great. magazine and yep. news source. And they mainly wrote about the, the event from the angle of where, the, uh, as far as information and culture is concerned, this is a great development mm. for South Africa. Because mm. yeah. also it was held in the biggest township in our country. So that, that's a place where cannabis, I think, needs to be promoted more and clubs have to be supported and all that. So exactly. good to high times They're for the They're getting going with their clubs yeah. now as well. We've been sharing yeah, we went on the Hot Park show some of the, yeah. the events. You guys actually went to the last day of this festival. Yeah. yeah. How was it? At Orlando so Towers on the yeah. Sunday. The vibe was amazing. Yeah. They had a really great MC, B-Boy, and it's in, the club is called Matakwana Club, I think, which is also great. Mm. Great music, uh, great food, vegan burgers. Yeah, vegan burgers from the green side. Uh-huh. Um, but no, it was really, really a great day. We were there the hot. We were there till late at night. Yeah, it was a long time. It was very social as well. Nice networking. Yeah, and they have also. It's important in Soweto at the moment. They're having some really great events every Thursday night as well. The smokeout sessions. So yeah, we went to one of those as well, and it was a lot of fun. I can recommend uh, this evening's yeah. smokeout sessions in Orlando. They're also great. Yeah. I want to go to one of those. You guys went to one of those. Yeah. I wasn't feeling well. It was really yeah. nice, so big ups to Tabor. Yeah, and we've got a video yeah. on Soweto we're going to yeah. release soon. Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. And, and then you've got news for us about Ricky, right? And then I've got some news. It's not really cannabis news, but we just want to brag because the green, our greenest lawyer, Ricky Stone, is, was part of the team on this. Today, the court dealt a heavy blow to Shell and set aside the Wild Coast exploration rights. So Shell may not do whatever evilness the they want to do. Seismic testing in yes. the, on the coast, in the marine reserve of the... Of the Ponderland Coast. Yeah. Yeah. So Should we do a Mexican way for for for, for Ricky? For Ricky. Start. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Hell yeah! Well done, Ricky. Congratulations, Ricky, on that. That was really well really done. good. I think it's great, and it was an incredible, incredible amount yeah. of work um, getting everything. Uh, ready and also representing a small community of fishermen as well. Mm. Um, you know, those were those were uh, Ricky's clients amongst other other people in the whole case. But it certainly was an initiative to support the the communities along that part of the coast. So that's pretty significant. Yeah, and uh, um, Ricky is also part of Umzumvubu Farmer Support Network. Exactly, yes. and we've even got it up over there. You can't see it on the camera, but it's it's our little sign where where we raise money in aid of our Umzumvubu farmers. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, that was a victory for everybody in South Africa, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Okay, guys, so I think uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull an executive decision. We're going to skip international news. Cool. It was Save just it for stuff. next week. It was just stuff. No, it's just um, Biden being an asshole. Yeah, this... Um, the growing stuff, maybe we can save for a couple of future episodes. Should we just skip right down to Instamicram? Yeah. Yes, look at, let's look at some pretty let's weird pictures. Let's look at pictures. some pretty weird pictures and yeah. <laughs> so we went through the entries. Ah, uh, Tricosa, it's so good to see your yeah. name again. Yeah. Hello, Sheldon. Oh, that's mm. lovely. Oh, that's a little hot. Like a little hey. <laughs> Very cute. That blue girl. Oh, oh wow. Mm. Tipsy cola. What mm. could that be? Wow, well, it looks like I don't know. Stop. Sure. Okay. Nachos greenhouse. Nachos greenhouse. It does look nachos really It looks like it needs a bit of guacamole and then you're away. Yeah, look at Hello, those brothers. Cool guys. Hello. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cannabis squad. Yeah. Dimana. Dimana. And a beautiful indoor. 
Did the sticker do? Did they? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So who's deciding though? No, we haven't, we haven't decided. decided. Who's the decided? Winner. I think Bloom should decide. Yeah. I think yeah. yeah I, I think, think Bloom decide. should decide. He hasn't decided for a long time, if ever. Okay. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> the technical department will make the decision. Here come those bras again. <laughs> I love the fact that we got the picture of the bras. I had to put them in there. They're so cool. Yeah, they are. And those were the guys who actually made an amazing Dacher couple mural. Yeah, Mo loves us. He's got all Mo. the logos painted on his wall. I think I'm going to take yeah. that one. Oh, he likes the heart. He's such a softy. That's Lou <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. That, that Please DM us your, your phone number and your address and email. I'll and reach out as well. We'll send grow. you a goodie bag. I've made a note on Podio. Cool. So we have a note of that. Well done to our Instagram uh, um, winner. And remember, to, through winner. the week, so. you can enter our Instagram uh, competition by uh, tagging hashtag hotboxshow. Am I right? That's it. I'm not doing the calendar on the show anymore. What I'm going to be doing from now on is just doing uh, sharing straight on social media the links when I find them. That way yes. I'm not constricted to if I've missed it on a Thursday. Yeah, we can still share it on a Friday or a Saturday as things come up. So keep an eye on our socials for any events. If you're looking for something to do that's got some 420 vibes, because I'm not calling it the weekly calendar anymore, we're calling it 420 vibes. And vibes. For Instagram, Josie, we, got the vibes. we look at hashtags, Hotbox Show, Hotbox Show ZA, and also tagging Hotbox Show. Oh, for Insta, yeah. We look at yeah. all three of those. Yeah. And stay tuned for next week. We just had to catch up real fast this week and everything was <laughs> yeah. quite We've got a lot of cool stuff to talk yeah. about next week. There's some researchers who have developed um, some things in plant genetics um, where they're pushing THC and CBG levels through the roof. Yeah, so yeah. much going on. There is. There's some amazing things going on. Um, Remember sure. to stay in touch through all of our social media channels and for all of the information um, uh, that you could possibly need on uh, the, the, legali the legalities and the drug policy surrounding cannabis, please see our, our website, fieldsofgreenforall.org.za. And it's been great being back around the table tonight. And now we're going to eat pizza yes. and smoke another spliff. Yes. And it's good night from the Hot Box Show. And thanks you for watching. So